Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Well, hello there. Welcome to Tech Stuff. My name is Chris Paulette, and I am an editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. Sitting across from me, as he always does, is senior writer Jonathan Strickland. What is steel compared to the hand that wields it? Look at the strength in your body, the desire in your heart. I gave you this. Such a waste. Contemplate this on the tree of woe. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Well, we have two quotes for the price of one, yeah. one much shorter than the other. Right, right. So, so um, you get a bonus point if you you can name the uh, the other quote source. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a third of a point. I, uh, I shall I shall go so far as to say that quote has nothing to do with what we will be talking about today. No, because we are talking about the Facebook phone yes. or the rumor, I should say, of a Facebook phone. Right now, this rumor first surfaced on the interwebs mm-hmm. back on September nineteenth. 
2010. Yes. That's when uh, a certain Mr. Errington of TechCrunch fame wrote about this, quoting some unnamed sources stating that Facebook was looking into designing a phone. And uh, was quick to, to point out, even in that piece, that Facebook was not necessarily looking at designing the actual hardware, but rather designing some sort of interface or operating system that would rest on that hardware and be deeply integrated in the handset so that Facebook would kind of guide your entire experience on the phone. Yes, and that's really not unusual. Um, no, no, Apple and Google are both doing that. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, so the question is, are they actually going to do that? And the answer is definitively maybe. Yeah, here's the thing, is that Facebook came out very quickly after this report was published on TechCrunch to deny the claims, but they denied it in such a way that it sounded almost like it was arguing semantics. Like like they were saying, no, no, we're not designing an interface for a phone. We're just developing some new interfaces to go with smartphones. And you think, wait, that's what we said you were doing. And like, no, 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 look over here. It's a picture of Chewbacca. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, it was the Chewbacca defense. It was... Um, uh, it, it definitely seemed like they were that Facebook executives were trying to back away from something while not categorically denying it. Yeah. Um, and the Arrington had some interesting uh, evidence to to point to. I mean, evidence in the loosest sense, circumstantial evidence, I guess, is what you would call it. Yeah. And part of that was that uh, he he had suspected that two. Uh, Facebook employees in particular, two very high-ranking ones, mm-hmm. were working on this project. Yes. Joe Hewitt and uh, Matthew Papakipos. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea how to say his name because I'm not Greek. Well, uh, but both neither uh, of those two uh, gentlemen are uh, strangers to the smartphone software designing world. That's true. Uh, Hewitt uh, actually was one of the people who worked on the the Firefox browser mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, and so he he was developing uh, Facebook applications for uh, uh, iPhone and things like that and then apparently got kind of tired of doing that mm-hmm. um, so Arrington suggests that Hewitt may be working on this new interface for a phone uh, like a Facebook branded phone mm-hmm. uh, uh, Matthew, because I'm going to say Matthew, just because I I don't want to ruin the guy's last name. I like I said, I'm not exactly certain how to how to pronounce it because my Greek is terrible. My Greek is worse than Shakespeare's, and his was pretty darn bad. Wow. So Matthew was a uh, he he came from Google actually. Mm-hmm. He had been working on the Google Chrome operating system, and Facebook lured him away. And uh, Arrington said, "What could possibly lure an engineer away from a a project as interesting as the Google Chrome operating system appears to be. And so Arrington's conclusion is that the Facebook phone is really the only thing that that makes sense to him. Uh, So again, circumstantial evidence. Yeah. And at this point, um, at the the point at which we are recording this in late September, um, there's nothing that definitively states that Facebook, the company, is going to build a phone. For certain, well, I mean, even with a with a partner, right? That Facebook will come out with a phone that has Facebook on it, you yeah. know, on it as its brand name. Sorry, right, right. that that didn't come out right. Well, no, no, but yeah, just, but, just like just like the HTC phones and other sure. Android phones, some of them have the Google brand printed on the phone, even though Google did not design the hardware. Yeah. Now, in some cases, Google had 
uh, a very tight relationship with that hardware provider so that the specs would would be able to support the operating system Google was developing. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, that design rests with another company. Yeah. That's the same sort of thing that we're talking about here is that uh, we don't know if there's going to be a phone that comes out that will have Facebook's logo on there as part of the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but absolutely, mobile phones are of different sorts are prime targets for Facebook. Um, that's been proven through other applications for Android and iPhone and others. Um, BlackBerry. Yep. And um, they actually, you know, this is something that they really want to do. Uh, they want to be available to mobile customers, and I think mobile customers want to have access to Facebook, especially those with uh, smartphones that have a, uh, a more rich experience than, than others might um, with the hardware. Um, the, the thing is, why would Facebook want to do this well, other than, you know, hey, we'd just like to make the service convenient for our subscribers? Right. Um, it's really the same reason that Google and Apple want to do it. It's oh, really? it's really an it's really a an attempt to define what your mobile online experience will be, mm-hmm. right? Because right now Facebook is an app that rests on another operating system as a foundation. So mm-hmm. Facebook's just one of those things. The Facebook apps are just one of those apps you can access along with all the other dozens of apps or hundreds or thousands of apps that are available for whatever platform you're using. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once you close out the app, unless you're using other apps that connect to Facebook through Facebook Connect, uh, you, you're not you're no longer really relying on the platform anymore. Right. Facebook would like to create, just like any other company, would like to create a platform where everything is kind of integrated through their system. It gives them way more information, which, as we know, Facebook for Facebook, <laughs> information is money. Yes. And uh, I, I think that uh, Marguerite Reardon and uh, Caroline McCarthy of CNET mm-hmm. probably have hit the nail on the head on exactly what type of information Facebook would like to make available to you. And uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not really Farmville. Uh, although I think there's an app for that. No, I'm sure. Well. Uh, for most phones, there is for the uh, the iPhone, I know. Um, but uh, no, it's not that at all. The information that Facebook wants to make available to you is the advertising information. Um, as uh, the they, uh, McCarthy and uh, Reardon cited the International Telecommunications Union, uh, who said that uh, 5 billion people worldwide are uh, using some kind of cell phone. And... Um, you know, since Google and Apple control the ad markets on their respective platforms, Facebook, it would make sense that Facebook would want to leverage the uh, 500 plus million users who are using their website um, as they already do in, with their partners to try to advertise to them. Right. And so this would be a prime opportunity for them to do that, and that's a good reason for them to actually make the move. Right. It's another revenue generator. If they if they were able to leverage the the mobile world the way they have the web, the just the the basic web, uh, they could. You know, you're talking about the p- potentially doubling or more your revenue. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. And keep in mind, this is still a private company. This is that's when you sit there and think about how much money Zuckerberg is supposedly worth. That's uh, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. the uh, founder and CEO. Well, of some Facebook. some some dispute the founder part, but definitely CEO. Yes. of Facebook. Mm-hmm. He um, 
he was recently valued at some crazy. I think it was like twenty four billion dollars. It was a yeah. it was a really high amount. Um, you would imagine that number would grow exponentially, or at least maybe not exponentially, but at least linearly, um, from uh, if he were uh, able to leverage the mobile world the way he has the web world. Yes, and you were speaking about CNET. CNET also has reports from hardware manufacturers that Facebook has, Facebook executives have uh, uh, approached them about creating a device that would allow Facebook to be deeply integrated into the phone's features. Mm-hmm. And, um, and was, uh, in fact, Stephen Musil's yeah. article? Yeah. And in fact, they've gone so far, CNET actually has gone so far as to suggest that uh, they're working, Facebook's actively working with INQ Mobile. Okay. Inc. Yes, to create two smartphones that will be really heavily Facebook have heavy Facebook integration with them mm-hmm. that would uh, launch over in Europe uh, in the first half of 2011 and in the United States in the second half of 2011. And that's funny because uh, uh, and connected to the AT and T network. I just wanted to finish that. Sorry, I no, didn't no, no. mean to. Uh, that's fine. Interrupt at all? <laughs> um, yes, actually, uh, that goes also along. If if you think about it, with um, recent rumors again that uh, Facebook is plotting um, and. That's a good word. Uh, plotting. Yes. Well, actually, in a, in a good way for them, um, not in a sinister sort of way. Um, seriously, plan, making plans again for a, an initial public offering of stock. Right. Um, that would help, help them do some, um, you know, add some n- badly needed cash for a venture of that sort of uh, scale, I would imagine. Uh, however, uh, the number I saw, actually the date I saw on that was uh, 2012. When I saw that again this morning, so if the phone that would mean that the phones would hit in 2011, that would be before the uh, rumored again, again, again IPO. Yeah. There are so many rumored IPOs for for Facebook at this point. Yeah, Facebook. Pretty much ever since Facebook started taking off, there have been rumors about when they would have a public offering, and you've got a. <laughs> I'm sure the the investors in Facebook are eagerly anticipating that day because it's going to turn them all into even more filthy rich people than they already are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of course you know facebook is funded by lots of well now it's got revenue yes. but it was initially funded by by some uh venture capital investors mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but now it's of course it's actually making money it's not just unlike twitter which is a you know a service that still doesn't really have a viable business model right facebook actually does because they make their money through advertising mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Of co- and that's exactly what we were talking about earlier with uh, facebook using the information you give through your phone uh as another yet another uh, commodity to sell to advertisers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, that, that kind of leads into a discussion about things that we need to be concerned about if there is to be a Facebook phone. Yes. And privacy is way up there because Facebook, of course, is uh, infamous, really, for the way that it handles privacy or doesn't handle privacy, depending upon your perspective on the matter. Mm-hmm. And Zuckerberg himself has been known to say in one way or another that privacy is a uh, it's an outdated concept. You know, and for someone who says that, he's actually a remarkably private person. Yeah. But he claims or he has claimed in the past, uh, at least in a circums- circumspect way, that 
privacy is on the way out. Mm-hmm. That it's it's something that is just not really valued anymore. And so, uh, as a result, you shouldn't have to worry about it so much when you're providing services. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's landed him and Facebook into some hot water. Uh, among consumers and, and consumer groups, advocacy advocacy groups yeah. in the past. So I would imagine a Facebook phone would bring even more questions because think about it this way. The idea with integrating the Facebook uh, uh, elements into the phone, it may have things like turning your contact list into a Facebook friends list. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So then you start wondering, well, how much of this information is Facebook really accessing or capable of accessing. Yeah. Are they able to see who all my friends are? I mean, imagine they, they would be able to because it's so deeply integrated into Facebook. Would they be able to see who I call and when? Would they be able to see how long my phone calls last mm-hmm. uh, with particular contacts? How would they use that information? Would they then start to make other connections? Like, let's say that they know for a fact because of, the, of my behavior on Facebook that I have a deep interest in football, let's say. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say I've joined uh, the fan page of uh, a couple of football teams, maybe the fan page for the NFL itself, and that uh, maybe even some fantasy football leagues, things like that. And sure. Facebook Facebook says, all right, well, clearly this guy's nuts about football, so he's a valuable asset to anyone who would advertise to such a market, right? right. Mm-hmm. Now let's say that you're making lots and lots of phone calls to your buddy Bill. Okay. And so Facebook's now got, you know, you're using a Facebook phone. Facebook looks and says, hey, look, this, this guy who's really crazy about football is always calling his buddy Bill. Mm-hmm. You know what? I bet that they share a lot in common and there's a good chance that Bill is also a big football fan. So mm-hmm. how about we sell Bill? To advertisers as well, right? And maybe well, there, maybe you have different tiers of people. Like you have the one tier where you're like, these are the people who are definitely interested in your product because they have demonstrated that on Facebook. Here's the next tier down, which are the contacts of those people who are the the really valuable audience. Mm-hmm. These are people who are likely to also value your product, but we aren't as sure. Yeah, like I mean, that's just an example. I'm just pulling that out of the air. That could be miles away from what anyone's thinking. Mm-hmm. But it's the sort of stuff we have to worry about. Yeah, you know, how much of the information of ourselves are we giving away, and how much information about the people we know do we give away? Yeah, yeah. Well, really, that could be anyone, though. I mean, it's funny because the Facebook uh, aspect of it, because there have been so many concerns with Facebook.com, sure, and privacy, users' privacy in the past. It really, the same things could be asked of any carrier. Or mm-hmm. provider of application oh, information, yeah. no. because there's it, there's really no telling what kind of information these applications are sending back. And I would I wouldn't uh, say that we should all go out screaming in the streets and bash our smartphones into you know lead and glass, inert pieces of uh, matter trash, yeah. simply because of this. I mean, I don't think it's that kind of thing is. Uh, rampant or anything like that. I just think, you know, it's funny that Facebook makes us suddenly go, hey, well, how's Facebook going to, ma- you know, if we have a Facebook phone, you know, what will they do with our privacy? But I'm going, well, you know, why couldn't that be said of, you know, any of the uh, the providers? They have the, the messages that travel across the network unencrypted. Um, and, uh, you know, there there's information I saw somebody recently say, uh, you need to be careful when you uh, turn in your old phone. 
because you know if you don't clear out your address book, what what information is stored in the the phone's architecture itself, the memory right. inside the phone? If you do, do you actually clean it out, or do you just turn it back in and hope they're going to to uh, mulch it? Well, you, you make an excellent point because obviously, uh, Android, mm-hmm. Google Android, that. The way Google Android works is you you give that information over to Google. You create a Google account Mm -hmm. if you don't have one already. Your contact list is stored in the cloud with Google. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, all all of the apps you buy are stored in the cloud with Google. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, Google has that information. And there there have been people who have brought this to to light saying this is mm-hmm. this should concern people at least on some level sure you should at least ask questions mm-hmm. like what are you doing with this data uh, and some people definitely hold Google under close scrutiny and they they are very suspicious of the company and its goals mm-hmm. right but I don't think that e- even that being said and and despite how pervasive Google is and how a lot of people would say that at this point we the internet would not be the same without Google. Like if Google went away, the internet would really suffer. Right. Um, I still think that people hold Facebook to an even higher level of suspicion, mainly because of its fairly well-publicized bouts with privacy issues. Yeah. Particularly the fact that in a Facebook profile, you have to opt out of so many things in order to keep them private. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, that that a lack of privacy is the standard at Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's only by going through and tweaking your settings that you are able to control your privacy. Right. Otherwise, you have a very public uh, uh, profile out there, mm-hmm. including things like Facebook Places, which brought up a whole new rash of questions and and concerns and i would imagine that facebook places would be very heavily integrated into a facebook phone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. almost to the point where you could you know just at a touch of a app you would you would automatically update your facebook profile to explain where you were mm-hmm. like I, I that that would that makes perfect sense to me from a the perspective of Facebook. Well, yeah, I mean, it's already been um, it's already been noted. Uh, uh, Reardon and McCarthy in their article uh, were pointing out that um, over the last little while here, they've uh, Facebook has updated its application to include all sorts of uh, you know other bells and whistles like geotagging, mm-hmm. um, and it's the the application has become more a little bit more like an operating system. They they had said. Uh, plus, they bought a company called Hot Potato. Which is a uh, sort of you know it's the lo- geolocation checking in uh, feature that you see on on so many applications these days um, you know so that that will give advertisers more information about where you are so they could say hey well if you're down here at this corner you should come eat at my restaurant you know we're right down the block um, but I definitely think it's the kind of thing that is that's not going to go away now that uh, that Apple and Google have embraced it um, I did note an uh, electronista um, that. Uh, Research in Motion, the parent company of BlackBerry, mm-hmm. uh, has just, uh, as of the, this recording, just uh, released the BlackBerry Advertising Service, which is uh, they're going to split revenue um, 60-40. The advertisers get 60% of the revenue, uh, but they're going to give more control over the uh, the uh, application uh, of advertising to the app developers, um, not as much as you know Apple has control over what can be done over the user experience. Of course, that that will be interesting to see what happens with that. But now that that BlackBerry, Google, and Apple are all into the mobile advertising market, 
companies such as Facebook and Amazon and other people who are large media companies, um, online media companies, are probably going to look to that as a source of, of revenue and find ways to uh, – gain a presence in there and to bolster their things. And I know that people are probably saying, you know, Amazon, what are you talking about? But um, I've seen some signs that they are interested in developing other kinds of applications for mobile use. So it, it's not out of the question. I don't think they would be as far, you know, I don't think there would be an Amazon phone, at least not before Facebook comes out with one. But yeah. I, I wouldn't imagine that it's out of the question. I mean, it's Because already... they're always looking for new and innovative ways to make money. Their, their hosting service, application service, um, you know, is not something that I would necessarily consider an, a, an Amazon core business, but it's right. something that they're in. Well, and they're already integrated with other operating systems pretty well. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, the Android system in particular has Amazon integration where you can very quickly with like a one-touch thing buy songs off of Amazon, for example, which is just a, that's just a, a tiny baby step of integration. Well, uh, well they're definitely open-minded enough to make Kindle applications for Android and yes. the iOS. So. And, and that kind of leads into the discussion about why Facebook might be backing away from from these Claims uh, mm -hmm. why Facebook might be denying them. It's part of it is just that they're treading a very thin line here, right? Sure. They they have to be really careful. They want to be able to, uh, from a business perspective, it makes sense that you want to be able to integrate your your services more mm -hmm. tightly into the hardware so that mm -hmm. you have you can gather as much information as possible and sell it to advertisers. Let's just boil it down to that, right? Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, you don't want to uh, antagonize, your... right? Apple and yeah. Android and all of these other providers that are, or you know, these other uh, smartphone operating system developers, let's say, sure, uh, that that provide you a platform for your app. You don't want to alienate them. You don't want to give them a reason to no longer allow your app on their devices, even though I, I seriously doubt that would ever happen because Facebook is so popular. It would really surprise me. I mean, granted, I guess people could always navigate to the website via the mobile browser, mm -hmm. but I, it would really surprise me to see those apps go away. But you don't want to antagonize them because even if you come out with your own branded phone, you're going to be competing directly with them in the marketplace, mm -hmm. and they're big boys. Yes, you know, they Android are. and Apple have a huge head start. Apple, in particular, has a huge head start. Um, I mean, Symbian is still the worldwide dominant operating system for mobile phones. But yes. in the United States, Apple and Android and, to a lesser extent, RIM are really – they're the big players. Oh, yeah. For yeah. the smartphone space, anyway. And, of course, there's the Windows Mobile 7 yep. You know that, that's uh, due out very soon. So and that, that may make a, a big impact. I've heard some positive things there, about it. Yeah, I've seen – the demos I've seen of it look very good. Whether or not it's going to be good enough to, to really go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the other big boys, that'll mm -hmm. I think that will mainly depend upon the hardware. Yeah. Like – Really, that's the big advantage Apple has over everyone else is that they, they've dictated exactly what the hardware and software are going to do. Right. And so they have full control of the package, whereas uh, Android and Windows Phone 7 are somewhat slave to whatever the handset manufacturers are able to come up with. Mm -hmm. Rem, REM's like Apple, but then REM is more of the enterprise, not the consumer. And, um, and they have far more models out, too. Right. Uh, than, than if the iPhone. Right. So, so one argument I've seen is that Facebook might target 
a more like a, a messenger phone, you know, a, mm-hmm. a feature phone that's not a full smartphone. Yeah, that's what the uh, the ink information suggests. Yeah, that it is specifically it's it's smarter than a dumb phone, right? <laughs> but not as smart as a smartphone, right? Exactly. Which which might be the right target because mm-hmm. then you're hitting people who maybe maybe they don't want to shell out the money for a full smartphone, or they're not going to use the other applications, right? You know. So it makes sense to to a- take aim for that market. And then you don't really directly compete with Apple and Android because it's it's a different market. It's like, you know, it's like sports cars versus compact cars. I mean, it's mm-hmm. two totally different markets. You don't have to worry. You're not in direct competition with one another. Yeah, you're both vehicles, but you're not aiming at the same market. Yeah. One's aiming at people in their midlife crisis and the other's aiming <laughs> at smart, sane people. Nice. Um Hey, I'm, I'm getting up there, man. I'm going to be in sports car mode before you know it. But uh, Except you don't drive. Well, okay. There's that. But, you know, <laughs> you, details, details. You could buy one and sit in it. Right. So I thought I would also quote Zuckerberg. Oh, he, yes. he actually did an interview uh, with TechCrunch to kind of clear the oh. air about what was going on here. Did you read about this? No. Uh, well, I, I did, yeah, a little bit about it. but uh, You didn't actually? Yeah. No. So here's here's what he says. And this is this kind of goes back to the whole contradictory message that Facebook is giving. You know, it's one of those things where you use so much jargon and and double speak that at the end you're not really sure what exactly was said. Yes. So here's here's what Zuckerberg had to say. At the end of the day, when people say building a phone, they actually can mean very different things. Internally, the way we talk about our strategy, it's like the opposite of that. Our whole strategy is not to build any specific device or integration or anything like that, because we're not trying to compete with Apple or the Droid or any other hardware manufacturer, for that matter. Take instant personalization. Our goal is to make it so there's as little friction as possible to having a social experience. So you go to some apps, take Rotten Tomatoes, which we just launched last week. If people had to click the blue button to connect, then some percent of them would, but it would take it would be the minority because you don't know exactly what you're going to get before you click it. If you had to put up some modal dialogue, then that would be crazy from a UX perspective. But the fact that they can do that instant integration for the users that want it means that everyone has a good experience as soon as they get there. On phones, we can actually do something better. We can do a single sign-on if we do a good integration with a phone, rather than just something where you go to an app and it's automatically social or having to sign into each app individually. Those are the two options on the web. Why not for mobile? Just make it so that you log into your phone once and then everything that you do on your phone is social. Okay, do you spot the incredible contradiction there? He says at the top of it that they are not looking to create any sort of integration. Right. But at the end of it, he's talking about having a phone where as soon as you turn your phone on, Mm -hmm. you're signed into these different apps that normally you would have to sign in individually. I would wager that Facebook is hedging its bets. I, I would wager that that's saying two things that are opposite of each other. <laughs> that no, is I'm, that is integration. I mean, that is well, yes, what that is. That that's true. But what I'm what I'm thinking is yeah. that it's it's entirely possible that uh, Facebook is considering a phone of its own and making the other apps so integral into their own environments that really you could do you could be that immersed regardless of what platform you're on. Right. That's kind of how I I hear it. But and yes, directly speaking, he was saying that. And by the way, UX uh, for those of you who don't know is user experience. Yeah. Cuz I guess UE sounds kind of lame. I guess. 
Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Someone's going to write in and explain what UE actually means, and that's why. Oh, that's true. It yeah. could be taken. Maybe it could just be UE. Anyway, so uh, that's what that's what Zuckerberg had to say to TechCrunch. Um, you can actually read more of it at TechCrunch. They, they've got a whole thing on it there. But it's, yeah, it's interesting to see the kind of dance that, that Facebook is doing right now around the whole mobile phone issue. And uh, what I'm curious to hear about is whether our listeners would consider buying a Facebook-branded phone. Are you concerned about the privacy issues? I mean, it may be that the privacy issues we've talked about aren't really issues. It may be that there is... No danger of that. It would surprise me, but it's possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, would you find that sort of phone interesting? Are you the kind of person who you don't have a smartphone, but you would like your regular phone to do something more than what it already does? You kind of want something in the middle. Does this actually sound like an interesting device to you? Mm-hmm. Or are you the kind of person who you would just prefer to have a Facebook app on your existing phone and not have like a fully integrated phone? Yeah, I think for me, it would it would be something like the latter. I'm I'm more interested in, in the multiple functionality of you know a, a full on full fledged smartphone. Um, the idea of having Facebook so uh, fully integrated to the point where they can be of more have more control over the experience um, seems like a good idea if you're really into Facebook all that much. But um, uh, you know, there are, it, it's going to be interesting when uh, diaspora. Or diaspora actually uh, starts up to see if there is the uh, an exodus or a, a um, co-joining thing where people are on that network too, and if uh, you know other social networks can start making inroads on Facebook's turf, um, I think more people would be inclined to buy something on which they could use more than one social networking service. It's definitely an uphill battle because the biggest the biggest draw to Facebook is that everybody's on Facebook. Yes, you know, and so if everyone's on everything else too. You would have to, you would have to have a mass exodus, really, or at least a, a, a. You would have to have a lot of people change in order for it to really take effect. Or the other way around it is, you could get, you could convince new users, people who are no, not yet integrated into some online social network to adopt a different model than Facebook, mm-hmm. then you have then you're going to be able to survive. It's just going to be something that or you have to play the waiting game. You essentially wait for all the Facebook users to die out. Right. And then you become the new thing. Uh, but yeah, getting people to move is really tough. Anyway yes, it is. We have run out of time, so we're going to wrap this up. It will be interesting to see if Facebook does come out with a branded phone, and if it does, how successful or unsuccessful it ultimately will be. Uh, Facebook's managed to to triumph in the face of adversity many times before, so we'll see. And uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, especially if you want to tell us about whether or not you would adopt a Facebook phone, let us know on Twitter or on Facebook. Our uh, handle at both is techstuffhsw. Or you can email us. Our address is techstuff at howstuffworks.com. And Chris and I will talk to you again really soon. If you're a Tech Stuff fan, be sure to check us out on Twitter. Tech Stuff HSW is our handle. And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash techstuffhsw. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new Tech Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? 
Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So, while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.